There he goes. One of God's own prototypes. A high-powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, and too rare to die. Welcome to episode 76 of the Digital Freemason Podcast for the week of February 4th. 2008. I'm your host, Scott, and I'll be taking you along my excellent adventures to the world of short sock educational papers. These papers and others are available at my website, www.thedigitalfreemason.com. And I uh, suggest that you maybe swing by and take a look, take a look at our website. So this week's episode is a fairly quick one, but sort of one of the things that I keep coming in mind is how almost Sometimes we seem to be almost be apologetic for being Masons. This piece, which is by um, Bishop Carl Sanders of, uh, of Dothan, Alabama, was originally uh, printed in the uh, newsletter of the Grand Lodge of, Pol- of Iowa in uh, March of '87, and it uh, unabashedly says, "I am a Mason without apology." So we'll get on with this piece right now. It's a pretty quick piece, so this will be a quick episode. So here we go. I am a Mason. This plain and simple statement is said with pride, not apology. But to make such a statement is not enough. Reasons are expected, and I'll give them briefly, almost in an outline form. First of all, because of the friendship the Freemasonry has offered me. These friendships reach back 50 years to a rural community in Virginia, where I was raised a Master Mason. Those plain, simple men took me into their circle of friendship and sustained me through many difficult times of a young minister who will find that his first year is tough in the seminary. Across half a century, my life has been blessed by friends from all walks of life and many denominational groups. Freemasonry is truly an immense in its membership. In a day of mistrust, suspicion, discrimination, separation, and even hatred. Freemasonry removes the distance between men. Friendship, morality, and brotherly love are the hallmarks of our relationships. This is a basic integrity of the, in the fraternity, so often lacking in many of life's relationships. Also, because of the beautiful ritual rooted in biblical history, these rituals relating to each Masonic tree are not forms without substance. Out of the ancient landmarks, they come with honored words that plumb the depths of human emotion. As one who loves the beauty and meaning of words, I never tire of watching or listening to the granting of any degree, the opening and closing of lodge meetings. Ancient biblical history comes alive in the drama and language of Freemasonry. The beauty and order of the Masonic Lodge adds so much with its symbols that is so familiar to the fraternity and has brought so much meaning to so many. Also because of the practice of brotherhood and the charitable endeavors. Masons are not interested in the shallow social activity, although they need and enjoy good fellowship. They are not interested only in community service club, although they want to be proud of the service record and community image of the fraternity to which they belong. Masonic homes, hospitals, and institutions are rendering a service to the least of these in such a manner that underscores the care and devotion of the people that are called Masons. No hospital offers quite the care for crippled children or burned children as do those that bear the name of Mason. 
at no cost to the families, these hospitals open their doors and lives are restored and made whole again. And lastly, because of the deep religious tone, let me quickly and emphatically say that Freemasonry is not and has never been a religion. However, Freemasonry has always been a friend and ally of religion. In fifty years as a minister and a Mason, I have found no conflict between my Masonic beliefs and my Christian beliefs. I have not found, and so now find, that Freemasonry is incompatible with Christian faith or practice. Freemasonry has never asked me to choose between my lodge and my church. Masonry has never and never will usurp the place of God. Never has anyone dared to say, Thou shalt love ministry with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. There can only be one ultimate loyalty, and the living God is the only worthy object of such loyalty. Possibly there are those who have made a God out of masonry. You can make a God out of anything, your business, your labor union, your civic club, your lodge, and even your church. You can make a God out of leftovers, as it is quoted as in Isaiah 44. My Masonic activities have never interfered with my loyalty to and my love of my church. Quite to the contrary, my loyalty to my church has been strengthened by my Masonic ties. Good Masons are good churchmen. The Grand Master of Pennsylvania Freemasonry says, quote, Freemasonry is having faith to live by. Freemasonry being a self to live with. Freemasonry is a never-ending pursuit of excellence. This, then, is my testimony, and I am a Mason without apology. So there's Bishop Sanders Peets on uh, his unabashed thoughts of being a Mason, as well as a, uh, a member of the, of the Church. You know, and it makes me stop and think of, uh, of how, how it is that Freemasonry is perceived. I know that there's uh, some, some groups that think that there's some evil happening in Freemasonry, and I haven't seen it, so I don't know that it exists, or if it ever will exist, or ever did exist. And I threw up on the website for the, uh, the question of the month is uh, in regards to Daniel Brown's forthcoming book, which uh, is suggested to be have uh, some Masonic information in it. Is it sort of, I guess, what is it, related to some sort of, um, well, sequel to the Da Vinci Code, and that uh, Freemasonry plays uh, strongly in it. So it'll be interesting to see if that is the case, and when the book does come out, how Freemasonry is viewed in the book, as well as by the general public. Uh, take a look at how uh, Opus Dei all of a sudden got pulled into the spotlight with uh, the Da Vinci Code. So we'll hold on and see how, uh, how that is. So I hope that uh, you, your lodge and your grand lodge, are prepared for either the positive or negative uh, attention that uh, is brought on to it in the craft when the book comes out. Something to think about, and that's, I know that's something that we've talked about at our Masters, Wardens, and Deacons uh, meetings that we have here in Calgary. So until next week, I've been your host, Scott, and I've enjoyed our time together, and, and as always, I look forward to hearing your emails, and you can send those emails to podcast at thedigitalfreemason.com. And I'm still getting some inf interest and uh, offers for a uh, new uh, and upgraded logo. So just kind of pulling those together and 
still trying to get a real good understanding of what it is that uh, that people have to offer. So hopefully here in the next little while something good will come up and uh, be able to make a bit of a selection. So if you have any thoughts as to uh, what we can do to put together a new logo for the uh, website and for the podcast, I'd appreciate that. Again, drop me a line at uh, the podcast email. So until next week, be sure to keep the shiny side up.